Professor Dumbledore has granted me permission to start this little dueling club. And with that, welcome to the dueling club, learning one spell at a time. Welcome to the dueling club. I'm Al. And I'm Jen. Yeah. And I'm not hungry this time, and I'm only a little bit tired. I'm tired now. Oh no. It's we happened. weren't tired in the last episode. Well, we were. We were. But not as tired as we are now. I did a lot of reading and thinking. That's not hard, though. You tend to read and think a lot. I read to myself using my mouth. Exhausting. Oh, wait. <laughs> Continue. Yes. So, how are you? <laughs> I can't even finish it. How are you? <laughs> What's going on in your life? The same thing as last time, because nothing has changed. <laughs> I have still sat in this chair. I hate this chair. No, no, no. So, our sister finally is sleeping in her new place. Yes. So you were able to move upstairs. That same thing we said last time. However, isn't that awesome? Isn't it nice to have your own space again? I mean, if I had a TV in the room, it'd be nice. Mom has offered that, like, she told me that I should take that TV upstairs. Yeah. But the thing is, is like, I need two TVs. I need one for like the actual big space in my room. And so what I was thinking is buying one that's smaller than that. Mm -hmm. No. Why don't you move your bed into the big space and put that one in the big space and you can just watch TV from your bed. Anyway. And you can have the other room for your computer. (sighs) I'm just saying. But... (laughs) Anyway. So, um... Harry Potter? No, not yet. Okay. (laughs) Um, so remember how I said that we were going to get the the air fryer? Yes. We got it, and I've already used it four times. Nice. Or five times, maybe. Many times. Yes. So it was a good purchase. If you guys are going to get it, an, if you guys are thinking of getting something, Just, I would absolutely say get an instant, an Instapot, mm-hmm. uh, an electronic pressure cooker, whichever brand you want to get, and an air fryer. So the Instant Pot has an air fryer lid to it that you can get, or you can just get your own Instant or your own air fryer. I'm going to move closer to the mic now. Yeah. <clears throat> I just think okay. it makes more sense. Uh, I think that air fryers are definitely the way to go. Um, it makes most thing most things fairly like comparable to having fried it. Some things aren't going to work. Like fresh french fries don't work. No. Uh, fresh veggies you can actually do, but you have to be a little more attentive than you would for like, like an oven, like roasting them. Yeah. You have to pay much more attention. But for like a lot of things, you can even do burgers in there if you want. You're not going to get I incredible care yeah, you're not going to get incredible caramelization no. unless you prepare it beforehand and sear them off already. But you're going to get a perfectly cooked, juicy burger. Like, you can use an air fryer for many, many, many things. I've actually watched a bunch of YouTube videos where people have done all the trial and error for you. Yeah. Where they've made, some guy made ribs and made taquitos and, like, all these yeah, things in the air fryer. There's a lot of things you can make in an air fryer. That, yeah. You don't need to be scared that you can't do X thing. You can find it on YouTube or you can just just get and try. I mean, yeah. it's not like air fryers are at a price point that is absolutely impossible. Mm-hmm. They're just like 100 bucks for like a fairly good air fryer. Yeah, and 
Al has investment. one that is the basket one, and I have one that has the trays. I think I prefer the tray ones, but I the basket one's fine. The basket one is, you know what? For me, it's just easier to have the trays because then you can um, you get an ev- more even cook on everything. You're correct. You can't do a lot with a basket loaded one. Yeah. Whereas mine is actually an extra large one, so it's got enough of a capacity to... So, you know the entire bag of wings that you can get from, like, Walmart or Aldi or whatever? Mm-hmm. And you can put in the oven on two trays and be done? I did that in my air fryer. One whole bag in the air fryer. Just one trip. Mm-hmm. One whole time. Yeah. I didn't have to split it up. I It had come that, with three trays and I was good. That's, that's the whole... Yeah. That's the draw for having the, the, tray, the tray full on. And instead of taking 50 minutes to an hour to do the wings in the oven, it took me 20, 25 minutes. Yeah, because you get a more even heat. You get it uh, more directly applied. Yes. You don't Because ovens have to fill that entire space and it has to radiate into your food versus the chamber being so much smaller in an air fryer and the, intense is much, the, the heat is much more direct and yes. intense. So it makes sense. So, yeah. I'd probably still go for, like, 40 minutes on wings because I'd do, like, 20, 25 minutes to have them uh, at a really high temperature to crisp on the outside and a lower temperature to get them thoroughly cooked. But that's just me. Well, it, I did the 25 minutes and the first 10 minutes I did at a lower temperature. Were they frozen or were they... No, they were thawed. Okay, that makes sense. So, I did it at a slightly lower temperature and then at the for the next 15 minutes... I actually stopped halfway in that 15 minutes. So for the first half of the 15 minutes, I did it at um, 400 because I had to rotate the trays three times. Yes. So I did it at the 400 because that's the highest it goes. Mm -hmm. And then I did the trays in 400 again. And they were done wonderfully. You just have to be careful with overcrowding of the trays. But yeah, I mean, I I, I say do it if you're going to get one. Do it. You know what else is super wonderful? Mm-hmm. All of our listeners. They're all beautiful and fantastic, and I love them. I love them, too. And you know what would be I love great? Them more. I think we love them equally. True. You know what would be great, too? Yeah. If they would like, follow, subscribe. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Um, we're hosted on Podbean, obviously. We say it all the time, but you can listen to us anywhere. Um, I mean, the bulk of our listeners are from Spotify, so go for it. Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, um, CastBox, or any podcasting yeah. site, you can listen to us. And you can also join us on Facebook, on our page, or our group, or Instagram, or Twitter. Yay! And, and I'm not sure if you're going to commit to this, but I'm putting it out there because I'm doing it. Yes. When the Harry Potter game comes out, I'm doing a Let's Play of that. We'll talk about it. Yeah. I'm 100% going to do it. I don't know. I care. know, I know. But, I mean, we'll talk about it. I'll probably stream some of it and then do, like, a highlighted thing on YouTube about it. Dude, somebody in my department, last episode I talked about finally yes. meeting my department. Somebody in my department actually streams stuff. I don't know what they play. I have to find out. But she's, like, a streamer. Okay. And she has dedicated streaming times and well, everything. Well, I, I ask her what her Twitch name is. I'm assuming I will. she's on there because Mixer's that and Facebook gaming is kind of and YouTube uh, gaming is kind of. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I I meant to on Friday, but I forgot because yeah. I was ridiculously busy. So I'm going to ask her. 
because I think that's cool. But I told you, all of the people on my team are nerdy and geeky, and I love it. Fair. Okay. So, you know what else I love? What? Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Oh my gosh, me too. Good book. Yeah, right? So we should Actually, just it's get, a very good book. It's a very good book. So I think we should just get into it and talk about um, Chapter 12, the Triwizard Tournament. And this is Season 4, Episode 14. Yes. So, real real quick recap. Last chapter, it was raining and they went to Hogwarts. <laughs> I, I was really going to say they went to Hogwarts, but you didn't, so. Moving on. <laughs> that, was, that was a 35-minute episode when it was literally just, they went to Hogwarts. And Malfoy was a jerk. Surprise. <laughs> right? Um, and Hermione read a book. And quoted another one. Oh, well, jeez. <laughs> you would have never suspected it. Never, ever in a million years. So, through a thick curtain of rain. By the way, we wrote these summaries fairly accurately and pretty fast. I'm proud of us. Yes, I'm just me saying. too. Next time we should do it probably not before we start recording. Uh, agreed. Agreed. Probably do it the night before, maybe. Um, My life gets really difficult, so I don't know. I try. I'm going to try to, I'm going to, so I'm going to, on this episode. I love how I make a face, like, I'm like, done, and you're just like, listen, stop, it's okay, let me tell you why it's okay. I'm just like. <laughs> so this week, I commit to writing my summary during the week, mm-hmm. so that on Saturday, we can record. Yes. Well, I, I don't to... commit any other week, I'm just saying this week. You know what I think I'm going to do? What do you think you're going to do? Being honesty right yes, now? Yes, what are you going to do? Do so you remember how quickly I used to write when I was writing my book? Yes. I think I'm going to channel that energy by myself a bunch of Sour Patch Kids and write like five summaries in one day and be like, I'm good until November. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get back. Yes. Was, I think I that's just a like, good idea. Funny, but let's Sour Patch Kids were my muse. Yes. So, um... Through a thick curtain of rain, Hogwarts can be seen in the, the distance. I love how it's described. Um, like, even though it's rainy outside, you can still love that Harry just really likes being there. I'm not really sure how why he feels that it's more home than 4 Privet Drive ever was. Because he's, like I said last time, hold on. <laughs> someone's always trying to kill him every year he's there. Yes, but you know what? That must be a testament to how bad but, 4 Privet Drive is but, for him. But listen... Somewhat like being physically murdered can be halted. <laughs> Harry is literally emotionally dead at Pervet Drive. True. Again, remember all of the first times, like, I got a hundred on my test, and Petunia's just like, I don't care. Like, get Imagine, in your cupboard, please. Yeah. First time riding a bike, oh my gosh, I don't need I don't need help or anything. And then no, no one's there, no one's really paying attention. Oh, no, I don't want to think of little Harry get, getting upset and being lonely. Please stop. What about the first so, birthday he can remember and no presents? Nope, we're going to keep going. <laughs> so the trio manages to make it, finally make it inside. Um, they do a mad dash from mm-hmm. the horseless drawn carriage into Hogwarts, into the school. Um, through what sounds like a downpour. Mm-hmm. Only to have water balloons fall on them. One directly on Ron's head and one that just barely hits Hermione and lands on Harry's foot mm-hmm. um, in the entrance hall, courtesy of no one other than Peeves. 
Um, so Professor McGonagall hears the commotion and comes out of the Great Hall to scald Peeves, only to slip and almost fall. But she catches herself around Hermione's neck. Yes. And she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, Hermione. And Hermione's like rubbing her neck. She's like, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, are you really going to tell McGonagall it's not fine? True. Like, you should have fallen? No. No. You're not going to do that. And then, of course, this happens. Peeves, get down here now, barked Professor McGonagall, straightening her pointed hat and glaring upward through her square-rimmed spectacles. Not doing nothing, cackled Peeves, lobbing a water, lobbing, really, lobbing a water balloon at several fifth-year girls who screamed and dived into the great hall. Already wet, aren't they? Little squirts. Whee! And he aimed another bomb at a group of second years who had just arrived. I shall call the headmaster, shouted Professor McGonagall. I'm warning you, Peeves. Peeves stuck out his tongue, threw the last of his water bombs into the air, and zoomed off up the marble staircase, cackling insanely. So, I mean, there's Peeves. Peeves is always being Peeves. Peevish. <laughs> Peeves being peevish. There's nothing else I can say about it. He's a poltergeist. Surprise. He's a poltergeist. He's supposed to be this way. True. So, true to what he is, he's being himself, but he seems to be a little bit more himself than usual. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make a correction to your thing really quick. Yes. Harry, Hermione, and Ron slip and slide their way into the Great, ha- great Hall. See, because you did it all like actual. Like, yes. Mine is funny because slip and slide. That's that's what I said. Yeah, are then able to slip and slide them as opposed to slip and slide their way. It sounds a little funny. Okay, it's like like a little like a thingy and they slide. It, yeah, it was called the slip and slide. Anyway, <laughs> we get a great visual of what it looks like. Uh, golden plates and goblets gleam by the light of hundreds and hundreds of can- candles floating over the tables in midair. The four long house tables were packed with chattering students. At the top of the hall, the staff sat along one side of a fifth table facing their pupils. So I love that in how it looks in the movies, um, where you get to see this beautiful hall and these plates are, are just, everything is gorgeous. And of course, we know that the ceiling of the Great Hall is enchanted, usually to look like what's happening outside. Mm-hmm. But hopefully not now because it's a downpour outside. Yes. So nobody who just got out of that wants to look at it. I mean, you know what's really interesting though? I I like when it's kind of overcast a little bit. I, I love people, rain. Some people really like it when it's like super sunny or something like that. I'm like, you can't even look at it though. Yeah. What are you going to do? Go blind? Idiots? Yes, the dog is under the table right now. I know, I'm rubbing her with my foot. Okay. Okay. Um, They sit towards the end, the far end of the table, the Gryffindor table, next to nearly headless Nick, the Gryffindor ghost, before the new first years enter the castle for the sorting ceremony. So, like we mentioned in the last episode, the first years are the only ones who arrive to Hogwarts via boat across the Great Lake. Um, everybody else comes through the horseless drawn carriages. And they look like drowned rats. <laughs> they look like drowned rats. 
This time, yes. Yes. But we're not there yet. Mm-hmm. So Colin Creevy, who's now a second year and still obsessed with Harry, comes over to say hello. Is he a year? Yes, because he was a first. No, no, he's a third year. Yeah. Oh no. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> third year. Um. He comes over to say hello to Harry and to tell Harry that his younger brother, Dennis, is starting at Hogwarts this year and how he hopes that uh, Dennis will also be sorted into Gryffindor. Harry inquires whether siblings typically end up in the same house because obviously he's seen all of the Weasleys end up as Gryffindors. So the thing is, is I think there is some merit in that sometimes because it's... The way you're brought up helps you form who you are to and some extent. And what you value the most. And what you value the most. And so because they all val- had the same parents and value the same things, that's why they're in Gryffindor. But the thing is, is that you do develop your own personality outside of that framework sometimes. And that's where... Which is the nature versus nurture thing. Yes. You know, you, you yourself may be more open, maybe more closed off, maybe more introverted, maybe more extroverted, regardless of how you're raised. Um, and Hermione actually points this out and reminds us that the Patel twins, who are identical, they're, they're in the same year as the trio. Um, they ended up in different houses. One ended up in Gryffindor and one ended up in Ravenclaw. Um, and there's someone else that we know later, uh, Gryffindor versus Slytherin. Yes. But that's but way that's too far. Way right? too far, and we're not going to say any more because spoilers. Yes. Um, at this time, Harry notices that the staff table is emptier than usual. So Hagrid is obviously still ferrying over the first years. McGonagall is probably out in the entrance hall making sure that it gets dried. Because she doesn't want people to almost fall like she did. Um, and But there's still an empty chair, which we can conclude is for the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher. Because, since Harry started, they haven't had a Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher last more than a year. Um, and Ron actually says, hey, maybe they weren't even able to find one this year. Which is... I mean, number one, that's impossible because they have to have staff for every subject. Every position, yeah. yes. So they, they wouldn't really start school without having someone. I'm sure Dumbledore can pull some kind of string and find someone. But I get why he says that because they've all had very interesting ends up until this point. I mean, the first year, the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher was, a possessed, was little... possessed by Voldemort. And the second year... It was Gilderoy Lockhart. Um, that's it. And the third year... <laughs> was their was, best teacher. Was their best teacher who was a werewolf. And outed as such. And outed as such. So, I mean, it's getting hard to find teachers. Yeah. So I don't put anything... Like, I don't fault Ron for that. Um, And it's also at that time that... In pure Ron fashion, mm-hmm. he wishes that the first years would hurry up and show up already so that the sorting can happen, so that the feast can happen, because he's so hungry he could, quote, eat an, a hippogriff. Mm-hmm. Which to me is the equivalent of us saying, I'm so hungry I could eat a horse or an elephant or whatever the phrase is. Because <laughs> English phrases are hard. Anyway, um,. That's, like, on cue, that's when they come in, being led by Professor McGonagall, 
as always. And the sorting ceremony begins with the sorting hat singing a song. But it's not the same one we heard their first year. Yes. It's a different song. Do you want to read it? Uh-huh. A thousand years or more ago when I was newly sown. I'm not singing it. There lived four wizards of renown. No, whose names are still well known. Bold Gryffindor from Wildmoor. Fair Ravenclaw from Glen. I'm still singing it. Sweet Hufflepuff from Valley Broad. Shrewd Slytherin from Fen. They shared a wish, a hope, a dream. They hatched a daring plan. To educate young sorcerers, this Hogwarts school began. Now each of those four uh, four founders formed their own house for each did value different virtues in the ones they had to teach by gryffindor the bravest were gryffindor yeah okay the bravest were a price far beyond the rest for ravenclaw the cleverest would always be the best for hufflepuff hard workers were most worthy of admission and power hungry slytherin loved those of great ambition while still alive they did divide their favorites from the throng Yet how to pick the worthy ones when they were dead and gone? T'was Gryffindor who found the way. He whipped me off his head. The founders put some brains in me so I could choose instead. Now slip me snug around your ears. I've never yet been wrong. I'll have a look inside your mind and tell where you belong. <laughs> if I say that, he cut it out, cut it out. It. No, cut it out. It's staying. No. It's staying. I hate it. I hate it so I much. I love it so much. Oh, okay. God. I, just, I, I tried to stop singing it, but I couldn't because Jim Dale was in my head. <laughs> oh, God. Thank I hate you, Jim Dale. No, okay. that's awful. This I'm is die. when we find out. Stop. Okay, fine. This is when we find out that the Sorting Hat sings a different song each year, um, which I think is cool. Yeah. The sorting then takes place, and Dennis, Creevy, Colin's brother, gets into Gryffindor shortly before informing everyone that he fell into the Great Lake, only to be pushed back into his boat by some unknown force, and they're like, it was probably the giant squid. Yes. So he's like, cool! Really? Mm-hmm. Really? And of course... Um, the Harry Potter adoration continues in the Creevy family because Colin, Colin is like, Dennis, can you guess who that boy with the black hair and the glasses is? Do you know who he is? And Harry's like, oh. And it begins. And it begins. <laughs> it's got to be old at this point. It's got to Like, come on. Come on. I mean, it's probably cute like the first year. Yeah, but even in the first year, you could tell he was weirded out by it yeah not that he was annoyed by it but he was weirded out when colin showed up in second year he was annoyed by it true um the sorting with the sorting ceremony finally over the feast begins and i love how you know the food magically appears on the plates and it's awesome and that and nearly headless nick starts talking to them he tells them why peeves is being extra malicious today it turns out he wanted to attend the feast, but that's absolutely out of the question because of his terrible behavior. He would just be throwing food at people. Yeah. Like, that's just what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, the fat friar, the Hufflepuff ghost, was willing to give him a chance, but the ba- bloody baron, Slytherin's ghost, absolutely refused. Mm-hmm. 
it says that he put his foot down. But as a ghost, how do you put your foot down and not, you like, can. fall through the... True. I'm just... There's actually some... I don't know. The ghosts in Harry Potter are very interesting because they, they f- like, fly and float through walls, but they also seem to have some kind of stu- substance behind them. Yeah, a little bit? Maybe. Um. Anyway, so... And that sent Peeves into a tizzy, throwing pots and pans everywhere in the kitchen, uh, wreaking his regular mayhem, and scaring the house elves. Hermione is immediately shocked. Like, she spills her pumpkin juice, and it spreads all down the table, because she's just now finding out for the first time that Hogwarts not only has house elves, the greatest number in any dwelling in Britain, as nearly headless Nick um, brags. Well, they're treated just like other house elves. There's no benefits to being a house elf. Yeah, they don't get sick leaves. They don't get pension. They don't get paid. There's nothing. They don't get paid. They're they're servants. Um, Or worse, because she now refuses to eat anything. Even the treacle tarts that Ron wafts which are her, her favorites. Way, which are her favorites. Um, because also she said, Harry's favorite, actually, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Um, because she says that all of it was made via slave labor. So she refuses. Which is a very brave thing to have actually written in the year this was written. Yes. Talking about slave labor and stuff. I don't know. It's still, like, it's still a touchy subject for a lot of people, and I get it. Yes. But, like, damn. Yes. Um... Once everyone has their fill, like like it happens every year, once everyone has their fill, Dumbledore gets to his feet and he starts his start of the year announcements. So the list of forbidden objects has been extended to 437 items per uh, Mr. Filch, the groundskeeper. Which the entire the list can be found in his the office. The housekeeper, essentially. Yes. yes. He's the caretaker. Um, yeah, the cat, that's the word I was trying yes. to come up with, and it just wasn't coming to my mind. And like I said, the entire list can be found in his office, which I think is actually pretty funny. He just has yeah. like a long parchment full of items. Yeah, it now includes screaming yo-yos, fanged frisbees, and ever-bashing boomerangs. Which, that sounds awesome. Fanged frisbees? I'd be afraid that it would bite me. That, that's, I think, the point. Yes. Um, we also... <laughs> Are told that the Surprise. Forbidden Forest is still, you know, forbidden. Yes. Um, Hog- again, Hogsmeade is off limits to anyone below third year. Mm-hmm. The most surprising thing is um, that the Quidditch House Cup is canceled. Like the whole tournament thing. Oh, yeah. Interhouse Quidditch Cup. That's what it's called. Yes. So Harry looks over at his Gryffindor teammates to see what could possibly warrant this. And everybody is just as shocked as he is because they're like... What what do you mean? What do you mean there's no Quidditch? Yeah. And Riot! Right? And I'm so glad that um, Oliver Wood isn't isn't there. Because he would have lost his... He would have lost his mind. He would have stood up and been like, Sir, this is a protestation. Where is my Quidditch? You can't cancel Quidditch! I'll cancel you! Oliver. Yes, pretty much. So Dumbledore is actually about to explain this. When the doors of the Great Hall bang open to reveal this man that nobody has ever seen before with um, a long staff, like he's leaning on a long staff, Mm -hmm. he's got a black traveling cloak, and it says he's got this long mane of grizzled gray hair, and he just starts limping towards Dumbledore. 
Which is towards the staff table. Yes. <clears throat> and this is what we hear. The lightning had thrown the man's face into sharp relief. This is what we hear about what he looks like. Yes. And it was a face unlike any Harry had ever seen. It looked as though it had been carved out of weathered wood by someone who had only the vaguest idea of what human faces are supposed to look like and was none too skilled with a chisel. Every inch of skin seemed to be scarred. The mouth, I guess his mouth, but that I copied it straight from there. The mouth looked like a diagonal gash and a large chunk of the nose was missing, but it was the man's eyes that made him frightening. One of them was small, dark, and beady. The other was uh, large, round as a coin, and a vivid electric blue. The blue eye was moving ceaselessly without blinking and was rolling up, down, and from side to side, quite independently of the normal eye. And then it rolled right over, pointing into the back of the man's head so that all they could see was whiteness. Mm -hmm. That's scary. Mm-hmm. So it's a person, but only sort of, sort of vaguely looks like a person? Yep. Cool. Uh, Dumbledore continues speaking, and he introduces this man as the new Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher, Professor Moody, as in Mad-Eye Moody, the guy who Arthur had to help earlier in the day because of enchanted waste bins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that guy. Yep. Um... And then he explains why the Interhouse Cup won't happen. As I was saying, he said, smiling at the sea of students before him, all of whom were still gazing transfixed at Mad-Eye Moody. We are to have the honor of hosting a very exciting event over the coming months. An event that had not been held for over, yeah, has not been held for over a century. It is my very great pleasure to inform you that the wizard tri- that the tri wizard tournament will be taking place at Hogwarts this year. You're joking," said Fred, Lo- uh, Fred Weasley loudly. The tension that had filled the hall ever since Moody's arrival suddenly broke. Nearly everyone laughed, and Dumbledore chuckled appreciatively. "I am not joking, Mister Weasley," he said. "Though now that you mention it, I did hear an excellent one over the summer about a troll, a hag, and a leprechaun who all go into a bar." Professor McGonagall cleared her throat loudly. Do you like how I typed yes. it? Yes. <laughs> I want that joke. <laughs> I, I do too, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty awesome. And I love that Dumbledore is like, eh, maybe this is not that time. Anyway, yes. let's go back to it. We find out that the Triwizard Tournament is a 700-year-old interschool tournament between the three largest European schools of wizardry. Beauvetton, mm-hmm. Durmstrang, and Hogwarts. The schools have been have traditionally taken turns hosting it, and each school has one champion who competes in three major magical tasks. Um, they stopped it a while back because the death tolls, not tools. The toll. That's awesome. The death toll grew too high. Uh, the death toll grew too high. Why is Hermione the only one who acts shocked or alarmed by this? <laughs> yeah, like, come on. Everybody else is like, this is so cool. It's just like, people have died. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, 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 it's cool. Um, yeah. Death? No. Fun? Yes. Yeah. It's been canceled for a few hundred years now with several attempts. Really? 
attempts to bring it back for the sake of establishing ties between young witches and wizards of different nationalities, but it hasn't been possible until this year. This is what we find out from Dumbledore. Mm -hmm. They've worked hard to ensure safety as much as possible for those participating with help from the UK Ministry of Magic's Departments of International Magical Cooperation and Magical Games and Sports. So Mr. Crouch's, Mr. Barty Crouch Sr., his department, and Ludo Bagman's department. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, he also tells us that the short list of contenders, not containers, mm-hmm. from Bobaton and Durstring, uh, will be arriving in October. Probably early October, and then the three champions will be selected during Halloween. Yes. And the winner of the tournament brings glory, obviously, to, to themselves. themselves, their school, and also wins a thousand galleons. That's a pretty penny for someone to win. Yes. Um, Fred declares he'll go for it, only to be cut off by Dumbledore. <clears throat> Eager though I know all of you will be to bring the Triwizard Cup to Hogwarts, he said. The heads of the participating schools, along with the Ministry of Magic, have agreed to impose an age restriction on contenders this year. Only students who are of age, that is to say 17 years or older, will be allowed to put forward their names for consideration. This, Dumbledore raised his voice slightly, for several people had made noises of outrage at these words, and the Weasley twins were, su- were suddenly looking furious, is a measure we feel is necessary, given that the tournament task will still be difficult and dangerous, whatever precautions we take, and it is highly unlikely that students below 6th and 7th year will be able to cope with them. I will personally be ensuring that no underage student hoodwinks our impartial judge into making them Hogwarts champion. His light blue eyes twinkled as they flickered over Fred's and George's mutinous faces. I there, I therefore beg you not to waste your time submitting yourself if you are under 17. And remember that the twins are 16. They're only two yes. years older than Ron, so they are 16 at this point. Yes. The delegations from Bobaton and Durmstrang will be arriving in October and remaining with us for the greater part of this year. I know that you will uh, all extend every courtesy to our foreign guests while they are with us and will give your wholehearted support to the Hogwarts champion when he or she is selected. And now, it is late, and I know how important it is to you, uh, for you all to be alert and rested as you enter your lessons tomorrow morning. Bedtime. Chop, chop. So he literally just drops this huge bomb on them and is like, and now go to bed. Yeah, which is not possible. Yeah. So Fred and George are first to talk about trying to trick the impartial judge into allowing them to participate. Hermione reminds everyone that people have died while participating. Kind of as a way to be like, don't do not do this. People have died. But Fred is like, that happened years ago. And they put in measures to keep us safe. It's and by the way, I'm slender. Yeah. Um, Ron even mentions wanting to join. But Neville is like, nope, nope. I'm sure my grandma would love me to because she's like, you have to... Hold up the upheld the name, the last name, and you're you you should be great and blah 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 blah. And he's like, nah, I'm good. And this is all being said while they're walking up to Gryffindor Tower. Yes. And he's like, I'm not really brief like that. And he literally steps onto a a quicksand step. Which Ron and Harry pull him out from. That's just what happens for Neville, honestly. Neville is not the best at these things, so I'd be afraid of him entering. Thank God he can't. 
but I'd be afraid of him entering and accidentally blowing off an arm. They should just have a sign up in the the Gryffindor like bedroom of theirs. Yeah. Where it says like X days since accident because of Neville. Yeah. Just always be zero. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um <clears throat> so they make it up to their dorm and they see Dean and Seamus waiting. Seamus has his rosette, his Ireland rosette there. Of course. And Dean, who is muggle born, um, has a poster of his favorite soccer team. Well, and that's Ron is when like they actually get upstairs and they talk about yeah. it. And, stuff. and Ron is like weird it doesn't move i don't understand yes um so everyone gets into their warm beds warmed up by pans that were probably placed there by house elves Mm -hmm. um and they get nice and cozy while it's still storming terribly outside ron mentions one last time that he might go for it if fred and george figure out how and this is where we get to the end of the story of the chapter harry rolled over in bed a series of dazzling new pictures forming in his mind's eye. He had hoodwinked the impartial judge into believing he was 17. He had become Hogwarts champion. He was standing on the grounds, his his arms raised in triumph in front of the whole school, all of whom were applauding and screaming. He had just won the Triwizard Tournament. Cho's face stood out particularly clearly in the blurred crowd, her face glowing with admiration. Harry grinned into his pillow, exceptionally glad that Ron couldn't see what he could. Oh, Harry. Yes. To be 14 years old again and have your first crush. And have crushes, God. I know, right? (gasps) Try being in your 20s or 30s and having crushes. God. I'm like kids are involved in stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, pretty much. So, we told you, this was a huge chapter. Try was a tournament, Professor Moody... Uh, We're more magical schools. Apparently, none of the trio are going to participate because they don't meet the age requirement. Yeah, and poor Fred and George, they don't meet it by one year. Mm -hmm. So they're not happy at all. But I'm kind of glad that the Ministry of Magic was like, hey, so this is super dangerous. We should impose some restrictions. Imagine back in the day... That they held the tournament and, like, a first year applied for it. It just got freaking... Annihilated? Yeah, the first task. Yeah. Like, that's awful. Hi, baby. Okay, well, we're ending because my dog is here and wants our love Of attention. Yes. So, what else can we say? That's about it. Would you have joined? Yeah. You you would have signed up for it? Yes. Do you think you would have been selected? Maybe, I don't know. I mean, you are in your 20s, so it makes sense. <laughs> I mean, if I was seventeen at the time of this, okay. <laughs> she's so cute. Yeah. So if you were seventeen at the time, and I was in Hogwarts, I would have I would have one hundred percent gone for it. I, I've been at school for seven years to sort of figure out how to be able to do these kinds of things. So why wouldn't I? Yeah. It sounds like it could be interesting. There's a great prize. Like I could learn while doing it as well. Yeah, my yes. do- my dog wants all of the affection right now. So we're ending. I'm yes. Sorry. Um, I think, I think I would have, I think I would have put my name in there, but not expected to be selected. Yeah. I think I would have been like, shoot, I'm going to put my name in it. Please don't pick me. Please don't pick me. Please don't pick me. <laughs> I, 
I think it could have been fun. I think it would be an, inter- an interesting event. Well, we don't even know what kind of tasks they've done. We we haven't heard about this at all until now. I mean, so we don't well, know. I, as okay, so knowing because you know what the three tasks are. Yes. Would you would you have wanted to try to participate? Specifically um, in this tournament. Specifically in this tournament. I would say... Not knowing the end result, obviously. A, yes, 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 yes. Specifically in this tournament, the way that it's set up, I would say yes, I would. Because it doesn't seem in, inherently... Okay. The, the first task is the only one that's inherently dangerous. Yes. There are dangers in the other right. two. But the first one is when the danger is like, hello, darkness, my old friend kind of moment. Yeah. So I think that I would. Yeah, I would. I'd 100% try to participate. Knowing how it ends, oh no. No, no, no. Ignoring that spoiler, yes. <laughs> That's not really a, a it's, spoiler. It's a vague spoiler. It's a very, very vague spoiler. Still one. Very, very vague. Uh-huh. Very, very vague. Okay, so that's that. This one wasn't ten minutes longer. It was like five minutes longer. Um, let me see. Yeah, it was like five minutes longer. We just powered through it. We really did. We were like, you know what? Here's your information, people. We love you. Here you go. True. Um, so that's that. Uh, the next one should be good. The next couple of chapters are going to be very interesting. The rest of the book is going to be very interesting. The entire series is very interesting. I mean, like, particularly because, you'll, you'll see, you'll see. Yes, yes, yes. We're not going to give any spoilers. We've been really good about it. Yes. I haven't needed to use our spoiler start thing. I can't even intro. Our spoiler intro. I can't come up with words to Two or three times. Two or three episodes ago. No, I didn't even use it. We got rid of it. Oh, true, 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 true. So I haven't had to actually insert our spoiler intro since, like, second book. It's like X character... Was born in this year and then died this year. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> we don't want to say that. Yes. Yes. All right. And that's not a spoiler because you don't know yes. who it was. Yep. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. I'll meet you next time. Yes. It'll go hoot hoot. Listen to us. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Really hoot hoot. Dude, my butt hurts. Bye.